This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, January 27th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. House Ag gets overhaul. Top job opening at USDA and California's plan to slash pesticides. Ag Committee reorganizes for Farm Bill push. There are some significant developments with the Senate and House Ag Committees as they gear up to write a new farm bill this year. From House Ag, Chairman Glenn Thompson is reorganizing his six subcommittees, and he's added a 28th Republican member, Randy Feenstra of Iowa. Feenstra won a seat in the Ways and Means this year, so he had to get a waiver to stay on the agriculture as well. Thompson told AgriPulse Republicans needed a 28th member because Democrats wanted to have 24. Democrats are expected to approve their Ag Committee roster today. Some new members have started announcing their selection, including first-termers Nikki Badinsky of Illinois and Andrea Salinas of Oregon. As for those new subcommittees, forestry will get its own panel. And nutrition programs will now fall under the subcommittee that oversees specialty crop programs and international food aid. Livestock, dairy, and poultry will be grouped under a single subcommittee as well. Livestock issues have been grouped with foreign agriculture. You can read our report at agripulse.com. With all the domestic issues livestock producers currently face, it makes sense for us to have those conversations without getting tied up in foreign affairs, a cattle industry source says. From Senate Ag, Democrats will have a 12 to 11 majority on the committee, and they've added two new members, Peter Welch of Vermont and John Fetterman of Pennsylvania. The committee was spent 11 to 11 in the last Congress. Number two opens up at USDA. Deputy Agriculture Secretary Jewel Bronow is leaving the department. Bronow, who's the first person of color in the job, says her resignation will give her more time with her family. Bronow didn't give a date for her exit, only saying that she'll be leaving in coming weeks. One of her highest profile roles has been as co-chair of USDA's Equity Commission, which hasn't finished its work yet. The top Democrat of the House Ag Committee and its first black chairman, David Scott of Georgia, says Bronow, quote, uplifted American agriculture and our rural communities, something she has long done through her career. Key senators demand Biden wield a heavier USMCA. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden, the Democrat from Oregon, and top Republican Mike Crapo of Idaho are putting new pressure on the Biden administration to make better use of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement to force its North American trade partners to live up to their commitments under the deal. Canada still has not sufficiently changed its tariff rate quotas for U.S. dairy imports, despite two official U.S. complaints, and Mexico threatening to ban genetically modified corn. U.S. corn farmers are calling for a dispute, and Biden administration officials have said they are considering it. Congress approved USMCA with large bipartisan majorities in no small part because the deal included strong rules and the mechanisms necessary to enforce those rules. 
Wyden and Crapo write in a letter to U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai. Three years later, it is disappointing that Canada and Mexico have failed to come into full compliance with the agreement and, in some cases, have flouted their obligations. By the way, Representative Don Bacon, the Nebraska Republican, says in this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers interview that the Biden administration needs to take action against Mexico if it doesn't back down on its biotech corn ban. There should be retribution if they're going to take actions on our agriculture products. And by the way, we've already negotiated all this through the USMCA. Bacon also talks about prospects for the Farm Bill and the GOP-controlled House. Newsmakers will be available later today at agripulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy co-op in the country. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the upper Midwest. Among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform. Over its long history, the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk. But changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective. Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Hemp sector angry with FDA move. The hemp industry reacted quickly and negatively to FDA's announcement yesterday that it can't figure out how to regulate CBD in food additives and dietary supplements. Instead of calling for a new regulatory pathway for CBD, FDA should be using its available legal authorities, says U.S. Hemp Roundtable's general counsel, Jonathan Miller. Those include using FDA's existing authority over foods and dietary supplements under the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act. The impact on the potential for animal feed containing hemp seed meal isn't clear yet. FDA has had an application for use in poultry feed since early 2021. Phosphate mine approval flawed, according to a judge. The Bureau of Land Management failed to properly consider the impact on greater sage-grouse and their habitat when approving a phosphate mine in Idaho, according to a federal judge. BLM approved the use of about 1,600 acres for the mine in 2019. Environmental groups, including the Center for Biological Diversity, Wild Earth Guardians, and Western Watersheds Project, sued in 2021. The mine is under development by Bayer subsidiary P4, which is also has a mine near the new location that produces phosphate for use in glyphosate. Although U.S. District Judge Lynn Windmill found BLM violated two federal laws, including the Natural Environmental Policy Act, he hasn't ruled on how the violations can be remedied. California plan would reduce or eliminate key pesticides. 
California Governor Gavin Newsom's administration has released a plan for eliminating or significantly reducing the use of controversial pesticides by 2050 in that state. The report is the work of a stakeholder-led task force and detailed actions targeting pesticides that pose the greatest threats to the environment and low-income populations. Casey Creamer, president and CEO of California Citrus Mutual, was part of the task force and says his growers support the vision. It's never going to put all the issues to bed. It's a good document, and agriculture is going to have to stay engaged. Where have all the oranges gone? Global orange production dropped to just 47.5 million tons for the 22-23 marketing year. And the continued spiral in Florida is part of the reason. That's according to the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. U.S. production is forecast to drop 697,000 tons to 2.5 million. That's the lowest level in over 56 years, says the FAS in the report. Yields continue to decline in Florida due to fruit drop caused by citrus greening and high winds from hurricanes. California, which produces oranges primarily for direct consumption, now produces more than twice as much as Florida. Unlike California, most of Florida's oranges go into juice. Now take note, South Africa, which got good growing weather, will produce about 1.7 million tons of oranges for 22-23. That's a 3% increase from the year before. The country is also expected to boost tangerine production by 6% to about 670,000 tons and then break its record for exports. And Americans apparently really like South African tangerines, according to FAS. Well, here's today's He Said It. We've got some great Aggies on Ways and Means, but it'd be nice to have somebody who's actually on the committee and on the Ag Committee. That House Ag Committee Chairman Glenn G.T. Thompson on Representative Randy Feenstra from Iowa getting a waiver to serve on the Ag Committee as well as Ways and Means, which oversees tax and trade policy. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, January 27th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.